Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because I'm going to share with you a hack that's been really beneficial for me to strengthen relationships. And my hope is that it's really helpful for you too, whether that's with a significant other or a close friend that you're working with, someone that maybe you're leading or someone at your corporate job that you're working side by side with. So I think you're really going to like this analogy. But you know, on this podcast, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends chatting over spicy margaritas, except for the times when you tell me that you listen into the podcast when you're in the shower. So if you're in the shower, buckle up because I have a funny story that I want to share with you before we dive in uh, that's going to make you want to toss your loofah in the air. Okay, so get ready for this. All right, so this is kind of a life update as well as a funny story before we get into the juice about strengthening relationships. So you may or may not know that my husband, Sina, and I are getting into real estate investing. At the time that I'm recording this episode, we're closing on a short-term rental and working on a contract for a quadplex right now as well. And I'm sharing actually a lot about it on social media. So if we're not connected over on Instagram, come find me over there. I just did a reel about our short-term rental, which we're going to call Peach House because it has peach trees in the back uh, backyard. And we have all these cool things that we want to do to it to really customize it for women's events, but also for you know, families that are traveling and, you know, bachelorette parties, that type of thing. Anyway, beside the point, come find me over there at Keisha.GetMary, G-H-E-T-M-I-R-I, new name, who this, that's my husband's name. I decided to take it. That's a story for another day. The story today. So we're working with a friend of ours who is a real estate agent and her and her husband have become good friends of ours here in Denver. And so obviously we have a really, you know, a personal relationship with them. So last night, I got home from, this is so funny. I just wanted to tell you this because I thought that, you know, sometimes when you just need to laugh because life feels heavy or overwhelming, or maybe you're in a stressful season, you're feeling kind of anxious. Like it's sometimes nice to just laugh at other people's awkward moments. So that's literally why I'm telling you this. Okay. So we have this group chat with this other couple that we're friends with. Um, but Sina and I were watching this show on Netflix. You might have heard of it or maybe you've seen it. It's called How to Build a Sex Room. And okay, we weren't actually like watching the show. I just clicked on it because I thought it was so interesting. I'm like, what in the world is this? And the woman that hosts it is an older woman, which caught me off guard. And we watched honestly the first couple minutes of it. And I took a video and I sent it into our group chat that I thought was our friends, our real estate agent friend and her husband. I thought it was that. And I was joking about what we could do with one of these rooms that we're renovating downstairs in our new short-term rental. Obviously, completely joking. But I didn't recognize that the video I had actually sent to a woman that's on her team and our agent friend, a woman that's never met me that is in her late 50s who now thinks that I want to build a sex room and I didn't really even know like where to go from there. You know, you like send a really awkward video and Cena sent this gift that was like these two foxes cuddling and I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. So 
I haven't met her in person yet, but I feel like when we do, this could be very, very awkward. Like, you know, those moments where you actually think of yourself like that emoji with the face palm. I actually like felt like that. I was laughing so hard. I was crying because like you can't get out of that. Like, how do I even like turn that around? Like, oh, I was just kidding, but you don't actually know me. So you don't know that I'm really kidding. Anyway, but aside the point. That was that was the start to us really taking it to the next level with our short-term rental is we're trying to figure out what to do with a unfinished room. And spoiler alert, we're not going to turn it into a sex room. We're actually going to turn it into a spare bedroom so we can seat more people um, at our Airbnb. But anyways, just a funny story. And I just felt like maybe you'd get a little giggle out of that. Okay. Now, that being said, I want to dig into what we're actually talking about in today's episode. We're talking about this idea of being on a team. And Sina and I, my husband Sina and I, often refer to this in our marriage of like we are together on a team for the rest of our lives because we're married, right? But you also have teams in your life that are business partners that you're working with or coworkers that maybe you have to complete a project with or people that are crucial to you getting whatever deliverable that you need at work or whatever it is that's going on in your world. Like you have people that you have to work with. And this team analogy we've talked a lot about, but I thought about it in a different way that has been really helpful for me to help me support Cena because he's on my team, but also to take responsibility and take more ownership for how I can show up in our relationship and be a better teammate. So here's the analogy. Pretend like you're playing tennis, right? So if you don't know tennis, like there's two people on each side. I don't really know tennis that well, but I, I know the gist of it, right? There's two people on each side and you're playing a game. Well, if you're on a team with someone, for sake of this analogy, you know, your significant other, you're going through life on a team. Well, if you're constantly like putting the other person down or you're not identifying what their strengths are and you're only highlighting their weaknesses or you're not figuring out how to support them like a good teammate would, it feels as if you're putting that person on the sidelines, Right. So when you think about playing on a team, if you choose to not notice, uh, like notice your significant other's strengths or your teammate's strengths, it's almost as if you're choosing to play the game of tennis by yourself. Right. So, like, think of it if you're in a two on two game, but one of your teammates of the total two teammates is on the sidelines, it makes it so difficult. And then, so often, it's like it's very stressful. If you can actually visualize playing tennis, it's like ball is coming everywhere, all over the place. You're running around like a crazy person trying to play this game and you're playing it by yourself. You're trying to do the long balls that go towards the end of the court. You're trying to do the short balls. You're trying to do it all. When in reality, there's a different approach, which is we're on a team. And we're each going to have strengths and we're each going to have weaknesses. How can we look at ourselves like a unit of a team and determine what are your strengths? What's your lane that you can support our team in? And how can I make sure that I highlight those strengths rather than picking at your weaknesses, right? And how can your significant other or partner do the same thing, right? Because what I think is really important to recognize is different seasons of life and different projects that we're working on or different things that we're navigating in our relationship is going to require each person to contribute in a different way, right? I'm no relationship expert, but I do think this has been really helpful for me, especially, you know, for us getting into the real estate space. Don't worry, we're going to jump right back into the show, but I wanted to quickly thank our sponsor of today's episode, which is a company that if you struggle with sleep or stress or anxiety, you've got to know about this company. It's called My Soul CBD. And my husband, Cena, and I have been using their products for years, but we decided to bring them on as a partner of the show because I know so many of you, maybe you specifically, do struggle with sleep 
or anxiety. And I will tell you, if you do, please humor me and try their sleepy gummies. because They have a, a blueberry lavender flavor as well as chamomile. I personally like the blueberry lavender better. But you take one of these sleepy gummies. It's going to help you fall asleep more quickly, but also stay asleep more soundly. Because I struggle with the stay asleep part. Cena struggled with the fall asleep part. And then we both wanted to wake up feeling really alert. So even though there's a tiny bit of melatonin in these sleepy gummies, it still is going to have you waking up feeling really excited about the day. And what's cool about it is I have had so many of you that have reached out to me that have started using these and you're like, this is a game changer because I have more energy. So honestly, you have nothing to lose if you just try these sleepy gummies. And then if you struggle with anxiety or a lot of stress, the CBD tinctures, like the droppers are incredible. They've got so many different flavors that you can check out. Again, it's important to note that everything in Soul CBD's line is completely THC free. Um, so truly check out their products. If you use code Keisha at checkout, when you go to mysoulcbd.com slash Keisha, you're going to get a sweet discount on all of their products. Like I said, what I recommend is their tinctures and they also have gummies. Like if you do struggle with stress and anxiety, but they have sleepy gummies as well. Check those out. Slide into my DMs or text me if you have any questions. But without further ado, go check them out and we're going to dive back into the show. It's where I'm someone who's been an entrepreneur for many years, since 2014, when I started my first business on the side of my last full-time corporate job, which is at Google in corporate recruiting. And so I've been in this space. I'm pretty comfortable with risk. And because I like to think of entrepreneurship and even just like career building as, you know, every single day that you show up and you keep a promise to yourself, it's like you're putting a deposit into your bucket, into this bucket of confidence. So I've been doing that for so long that I have a lot of confidence in my ability to figure things out in, you know, the entrepreneurial space. So when we got interested in real estate, I was pretty comfortable with the risk side of things. But that being said, Cena's different, right? Who's on my team? He's got completely different strengths than I do, which are really helpful to our team. But he also has different weaknesses that it would be easy for me to point the finger at his weaknesses, just like he could easily do that at mine. But instead, it's highlighting the strengths and figuring out what does this person need in this exact season to feel comfortable and confident to move forward on a goal or to feel comfortable and confident to express their opinion or to feel competent um, if maybe it's with a coworker or something in order for you to get the project done. And I think so often we like to point the finger at other people, but this team analogy and visualizing like you're playing tennis and you've only got two teammates, you want to keep both teammates in the game. You want to keep this synchronicity where you guys feel like you're moving in the right direction. So while I was someone who was very comfortable with risk, as we moved into this real estate space, I was at first pointing out to Cena like, oh my gosh, come on, like we can do this. Let's get going. Let's go faster. Because that was my strength is I take action very quickly. His strength is he makes sure that we don't screw everything up, right? He's a numbers guy. He's systems and structure and he figures out all the details, which is super important, especially in real estate when you're trying to get into short-term rentals and even things like quadplexes, right? Um, you don't even have to know a lot about real estate to understand the importance of that. And maybe you are partnered with someone, maybe you're the marketing and salesperson, but at work, you do have to work with that engineer or that person that is, you know, a different, that has different strengths than you. And it's like, how can we get on the same team? And what's really interesting that's worked well for me is instead of pointing the finger at Cena and saying, hey, I want you to get more comfortable with risk more quickly because it's bugging me that we're not moving as fast as I want to because I'm excited. That's not very beneficial. What does that make him feel like? Like I'm pushing him to the sidelines and then I'm going to try and play the tennis game all by myself for sake of this analogy. That's not very beneficial, right? So instead... <clears throat> 
I decided that I was going to ask him a question that's been very powerful in our relationship and I think could be really powerful for you if you're building a business or if you're you know, navigating a relationship at work with someone who is a little bit more anxious than you. And I asked him this question, what do you need to feel comfortable to move forward? And I would not describe Sina as an anxious person. Um, maybe you have an anxious person in your life or you're you know, working with an anxious person on your team right now. Then that's going to be a whole different dance that you're trying to navigate and understanding like what they need to feel supported. But when you're doing something new that you've never done before, a lot of anxiety and fear can come up, right? Because you don't have that track record that you can look back on and say, see, last time I built a business, it worked out. Last time I trusted my gut, it worked out. Like Sina doesn't have that track record yet that I do as an entrepreneur. So instead, when I'm asking him, you know, what do you need to feel comfortable to move forward? I'm helping him figure out like, what is it that we actually need to do so that I can give more compassion and grace rather than pointing the finger at him, wanting him to be more like me. Because the truth of the matter is I don't want him to be more like me. Imagine if you're playing tennis and as much as we think, you know, especially I think this goes with significant others, as much as we think, oh, if, if this person was more this way, it's like, how is that person's differences so beneficial for you playing the game of life, right, together? Because once I started looking at our differences, of course, we've got commonality in terms of our, you know, just you know, our ethics and our morals and our big vision of what we want to do in this world and how we want to show up and how we want to parent our future kids and all, you know, like we're, we're on the same page about all of that stuff. We have a lot of common interest, but we're very different in how we approach it. And as soon as I started to really be able to visualize in my head, I never want to put my teammate on the sideline. Of course, sometimes I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say something that I don't mean. I'm going to wish that he was more like me because it's easier for me to, you know, talk to myself because I know how I think rather than another person. But ultimately, I know that his strengths are going to help us play the game better. So who is it in your life right now that maybe you can take that finger that we often want to point at other people? I do it too, right? I'm not, I'm not pointing the finger at you. I'm literally saying I do this too that we want to point it at them and say, you need to change or you need to get better at X, Y, Z, and instead point it at ourselves and say, what are my strengths? And let me look for the strengths in that other person. Let me highlight those strengths, get them off the sidelines and get them in the game so you can have more fun playing this, right? So they can cover area that you can't cover because you're one person trying to play tennis in a doubles match, right? So hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. Definitely slide into my DMs or text me if this episode hit home with you. I, I love to hear your feedback. But I really do think that sometimes analogies like this can be really powerful, right? It's like if you're feeling frustrated, maybe it is with a significant other or it is someone that you're working with of saying, how can I stop accidentally, even if it's unintentional, accidentally putting this person on the sidelines and how can I support them from a teammate perspective to get them back in the game so I can build them up so we can have more fun. So we've got a better shot at winning, whatever winning looks like for you, right? We've got a lot more control than we give ourselves credit for. And a lot of it comes from the thoughts that we think, which drive our behaviors and our actions, because whatever you look for, you are absolutely going to find. So let's start looking for the good in other people and let's start looking for their strengths and highlighting their strengths because you know how good that feels when someone does that for you, right? I hope this was helpful. I love you, girl. I'm rooting for you always. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey. 
Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.